Now, if you're with me so far, you probably made a couple of key decisions. Hopefully you've decided that, yes, I want to be famously influential to the right people. I don't need to be everywhere. I don't need to be everything to everyone. I can build a simple, profitable business by being famously influential to the right people. You might have also made the decision on who those people are. Are they the few or are they the many? And you might have an idea of what your clear and compelling idea might be, but you're not quite sure yet. So that's what I want to talk about in this episode on crafting a point of view. Because as a thought leader, we're headed in a specific direction. We know where we're going. We know where we want to lead people. We know our ideal clients are are those who are moving in the same direction already. And we're heading in that direction because we believe certain things. What you might not realize is that right now, you have a whole set of internal beliefs about the world, about life, about your industry, your niche, your business, beliefs about what gets results and what doesn't, what's important and what isn't. And those beliefs right now form your point of view. Your point of view is the way you look at the world. It's your perspective. It's what determines what direction you're heading in, what you talk about, what types of people you attract into your world. And as thought leaders, when we aren't clear on our beliefs and we haven't crafted our point of view, it makes it very difficult to deliver a clear and compelling idea. So what happens is we end up creating content that might attract an audience, but it doesn't create new beliefs and it doesn't compel people to take action. So I believe there's a very straight line from our point of view to the results we experience every day in our business. And yet, as thought leaders, we often spend way too much time creating content to attract attention without much thought to the point of view we're sharing in our content. And if we want to become famously influential to the right people, we need a different approach. We need to craft our point of view. Our point of view sets our direction, including where we're leading people, the problem that we solve, the results that we're promising. Our point of view is what attracts the right people and repels everyone else, naturally and gladly. Uh, Over time, we build an audience of people who share our beliefs. Our point of view is also what separates us from our opponents. It eliminates competition. It makes us the obvious choice for people who share our beliefs. Right? So if you think of a point of view, I like to think of it as a pyramid. At the top is our clear and compelling idea. It's like the tip of our spear into the world. It's the one thing we want to become known for. The next level underneath that is this framework of beliefs and values and opinions about what's true and important in the world, including the beliefs that people need to share in order to buy from us. And at that bottom layer, each of those beliefs is supported by evidence stories, statistics, studies, facts, anecdotes, experiences from our life, experiences from our clients, all this stuff that kind of holds up this framework of beliefs and values and opinions. And as we refine and sharpen our beliefs and uncover more convincing evidence to support those beliefs, we can craft a more powerful and effective point of view. So I want to walk you through a little bit of the process. We don't have time to go super, super in deep, uh, in depth as we do in the book, but just to give you an overview Uh, what it looks like to craft a point of view. First, we would identify all of our supporting beliefs, right? So we're going to dig up those kind of, uh, the things that we believe about the world, especially our bold opinions, the things that we could say that maybe others can say, and what is the evidence that those opinions and beliefs are based on, right? Really think deeply about why you believe what you believe, right? And then next, you want to make each belief fight for its place, pit each of those beliefs against each other and rank them, which are most important, which beliefs are universal and which are actually specific to us, which are, which are different. Um, which beliefs do people absolutely need to share with us in order for them to be an ideal client? Uh, 
right? Because the more supporting beliefs our audience shares with us, the right people, the more likely they're going to share those buying beliefs. And the more buying beliefs they share, the fewer objections and less resistance we'll experience in the sales process. Then next, you want to seek out controversy. What beliefs and opinions do you shy away from saying in public? Uh, Where do you run counter to conventional wisdom? What thing might you be able to say that other people are just not willing to say or they can't legitimately say? And then you'd want to identify the gaps in content between the things that you have, the evidence that you need to gather, maybe the opinions that you've only told people behind closed doors, and really identify the places that need some work. And finally, you'd want to map all that stuff out. You want to put your clear and compelling idea at the top, if you know what that is, your buying beliefs in the middle, and all the supporting beliefs at the bottom. That, to me, is what it means to map out a point of view, right? And that point of view is what drives all of your conversations and your content. So on your podcast interviews, you emphasize the beliefs that attract like-minded people, the beliefs that attract uh, attention, the, the, the beliefs that attract controversy, that separate you from the competition, the things that grab your ideal clients and get their permission to stay in touch, right? If you host a podcast or if you're going to, you realize that you can use every single aspect to convey some part of your point of view. Every single episode can convey something about your point of view to your audience, a key belief that moves the right people closer to you and helps draw them into a deeper level of relationship and create demand for your service, right? So as thought leaders, we need to be more intentional about our content. And it's easy and flippant to say that, What crafting a point of view does is it actually gives you a practical tool to be more intentional about your content. So it's not just, you know, oh, it's one more thing I have to do. It's one more step before I create a piece of content. No, it's not about that. It's about crafting a powerful and effective point of view so that once you do sit down to create content, what flows out of you is the content that conveys that point of view to the audience and gets them to agree with you and agree that you are the right person that they should be working with. So the goal isn't to just become micro-famous by driving more sales from anyone who's willing to sign up. Micro-famous is about growing by working with clients that we love. And so all of our content that we publish into the world must convey our clear and compelling idea supported by a well-crafted point of view.